I'm Jay Pitts, a real estate broker, agent, leader, and investor. For the last decade, I've navigated the craziest of real estate markets this country has ever seen, selling over 2,000 homes, moving in and out of markets, always ahead of the curve. And now I'm bringing that perspective to you. This is your resource, and Real Talk About Real Estate starts right now. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining us. This is Gabe Pruitt, and you're listening to Resource. I'm here in the studio with my co-host, Jay Pitts. Hello. Hello, everybody. And uh, today, for our first episode... I thought it'd be good for us to dive in on one of the most controversial topics in the real estate world. If you're in the industry, around the industry, you've definitely got an opinion on this. And if you've ever bought or sold a home, if you've ever been on the internet, you know what we're about to talk about. We're talking about the uh, the Z word this morning, <laughs> uh, Zillow. Of course, we're talking about Zillow. So Zillow's been in the news a lot lately because of the disruptive effects that it has on the market. And, uh, and there's been a lot of voices out there for, against, in the middle, uh, from people, agents, people in the mortgage industry, and, and there's a lot to unpack. So today we're going to talk about what it means for you if you're a consumer, what it means for you if you're an agent, and, uh, and what the future looks like under Zillow. Does this sound okay? Yeah. No, I, I, I think that you hit the nail on the head there, Gabe. Uh, frankly, the Z word, yeah. as you, as you so aptly put it, uh, Zillow is a game changer for real estate. It has been. Right. Um, and you know, love them or hate them, they make news in the space. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I think a lot of consumers that may hear, uh, the maligning that comes from some segments of the industry may be a little bit confused. Right. Um, as to what the big deal is, because a lot of consumers say, well, it's great. It's where I do all my searching. Exactly. But you got to remember, Zillow's the, the reason some agents are still in the business, right? Zillow supports them. And then Absolutely. on the same, on the other side of that coin, Zillow's the reason why some agents are out of the business, you know, and haven't, haven't been able to succeed. And so that's where I think a lot of these different opinions come from. Be- beyond that, Gabe, it goes another step. Zillow is the reason why some agents are out of the business and don't even know it yet. Right. So, so they may be the walking dead, but, uh, and, and they, they still got a license. It's not an escrow, but, that what Zillow represents, and I think this is why they move the needle so much, is this changing, morphing of the industry, right. where it's headed, um, as compared to the tried and true. And our industry's changing. Let's just face it. Right. Okay. Um, the consumer has changed, and the industry is required to change. You know, I, I, I was watching. It's kind of kind of interesting. I was watching a. There's a four part documentary series on HBO right now called the defiant ones. Okay. You familiar? I've heard, I don't know what it is. Dr. Dre and Jimmy Iovine are the defiant ones. Oh, I've seen clips from this. So, so, um, I watched the last episode last night. It's really, really compelling if you're interested and you live through the era and I, you know, I'm young to some and old to others. Right. (laughs) But, but, um, you know, I remember death row and I remember, uh, all these artists and, you know, the things that went through Interscope Records and all this stuff. And they, 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 the segment in, in the fourth is how Apple, you know, Apple plays a big role in this series because yeah. Jimmy Iovine and Dr. Tracel beats to Apple for 3.2 billion. Right. Okay. And, and they went from being a headphone manufacturer to a media company. Um, but, uh, they, they talked a lot in this about, 
you know, going the way of traditional music, you know, tapes to CDs to digital and how the music industry was immeasurably changed. There is, there are forces at play that could do similar things to the real estate industry and Zillow represents that. And that's what scares people. Right. So what I want to do today, so Jay, I know you're not going to pump yourself up here, but I know you've got experience not only as an agent, as a broker, but you've also worked real heavily with foreclosures in the foreclosure market. Absolutely. Uh, you know, you were around, you know, during the big market crash Absolutely. and you work with builders, work with investors, you've been in the mortgage space. So I want to ask you about what Zillow looks like from a couple of these different perspectives. And two, because I know you've been in a real estate background your whole life. So yeah. you, you probably remember a time when there was no Zillow, right? Well, I remember certainly, uh, as you said, I grew up around the industry. I'm uh, currently operating out of Louisville, Kentucky, but, but from a much smaller town in Kentucky, um, you know, where my father, my uncle, my family was in the real estate space. And yeah, I remember riding along on my, on appointments with my father with the MLS book in tow, you know, and, uh, that was pre digital era, <laughs> the right? MLS Com- book, something some of us have never seen computers existed. Right. Um, but they certainly weren't used. I mean, my father talks about how big a deal it was when they got a fax machine because they, they <laughs> didn't have to hand carry offers across town to be presented. <laughs> on a horseback, maybe? On a know. horseback. <laughs> on a horseback. Absolutely. Um, anyway, yeah, yeah. The, the industry is unrecognizable compared to those days. Um, really quickly, I could tell you that the industry has morphed from broker-centric to agent-centric to consumer-centric. And Zillow and and companies like Zillow uh, represent that, that shift. Right. Um, so. so there are companies like Zillow, but the big one is Zillow. Everybody yeah. knows Zillow <laughs> dominates the real estate space online. So first question for you with everything that we've kind of put out there, do you think just, just on the face of it, Zillow, is it good or is it bad for, for you and me, agents, real estate professionals, for consumers, positive force, negative force? Uh, it's a loaded question, Gabe, but I'll give you a direct answer. I think it's positive. I okay. think it's positive because I believe change to be positive. I don't, I don't know that. Um, I don't know that Zillow is here forever. I think uh, all good things come to an end. Okay. Uh, and, and certainly some people would look at Zillow as a good thing. I think most consumers would agree that Zillow is a good thing, even if they don't like their Zestimate. Sure. They, <laughs> they would, they would appreciate the free tools and the free information. And even if they don't like Zillow, uh, themselves, they like how Zillow has challenged the industry to respond in kind. So, you know, the consumer loves the free tools that they have at their disposal, that helps them make informed decisions. Right. Zillow has spawned in a way that no one else was able to manufacture. Realtor.com, as owned by the National Association of Realtors prior to selling it, um, didn't didn't do that. And that's what I was going to ask you too. Why do you think it's Zillow that that is in this spot? And you you mentioned you know they have free resources for consumers that consumers love to see. Zestimate's a huge one. Everybody has an opinion on the Zestimate too. But why do you think Zillow emerged in, you know, relatively a short amount of time to be in the spot where it is now and not somebody like Redfin or Realtor.com, like you mentioned? Well, it's right, it's right place, right time and right skills, frankly. Okay. I mean, all success is born out of circumstance. You know, if you want some, some, uh, you know, case study in that, read 
Outliers by Malcolm Gladwell. Sure. A fantastic read. And, and most specifically, the tech industry and PCs and Macs and Steve Jobs and Michael Dell and Bill Gates and how they share the same circumstances in life, the same demographics. Yeah. Um, were born in the same era. You know, Zillow, Zillow is, is a company I personally visited their headquarters. I've met their chief operating officer. Okay. Um, I follow, Spencer Raskoff, which is another fantastic podcast. If you, if you want to follow Zillow's, um, office hours, it's fantastic, but neither here nor there. What I will say is, um, you know, they're a company that saw an opportunity and they exploited it. Right. Okay. So, uh, Zillow is a company that has their own agenda. You know, I mean, if, if you want proof of that, all you got to do is reference their mission statement. Okay. The mission statement in a nutshell, I won't, I won't read it, but sure. it's, it's, it's to empower consumers with information and tools to allow them to make smart decisions. That that's paraphrased. I mean, so it sounds like consumer centric is the mission. Absolutely. Consumer. Now, is that just, is that just messaging though? Or cause who, who is really at the heart of Zillow's motivation? People say, you know, they're publicly traded now they're on the market. So sure. it's all about the shareholders and it's all about the bottom line. And, and agents would like to see more tools for them, but more and more agents, especially the NAR as an organization is saying, you know, Zillow doesn't, doesn't support us at all. You know, they're, they're taking the best things that we offer people and selling them back to us. So, yeah, no, I mean, and, and that, that's a fair argument, I guess, um, depending on where you sit. Okay. I will tell you that Zillow absolutely without question serves their shareholders interests. Sure. By supporting the consumer. Okay. Okay. Now. Realtors foot the bill for that. I was going to say it's a it's a love hate relationship. I'm sure. Well, I mean, it depends on who you are and how you approach the business, Gabe. Now, I tell you, you know, I've sold over two thousand homes in my career. Okay, and I can tell you in my an analysis of my best years in the business, our business has been sixty five percent repeat and referral clients, right. clients that we have earned their repeat business or we have earned a closely held referral on. So. That allows 35% for sources like Zillow among, you know, Zillow doesn't make up all that 35%, but we do, we do uh, partake in Zillow advertising in a, in a pretty right. big, in a pretty big way. Uh, wh- what I'll tell you is, is Zillow serves their shareholders, shareholders by providing tools to the consumer and we fit the, foot the bill for it. Um, you know, agents that expect Zillow to be quote unquote on their side. Yeah. They're looking for something that's never going to happen. And why do you think that is? Uh, because I mean, Zillow has a, has a, um, you know, they, they have a product right. that agents want. Is that consumers? It's consumers eyeballs. Yeah. I mean, it's interest. You know, I've heard the statistic between Zillow and their acquisition of Trulia. They, they, um, they hold 35% share. Now, uh, fact check me on that. It's, sure. It was a con- whatever it is now. It was a conversation and it's probably a year old, but let, let's just say it's somewhere in the realm of 35% of all internet home search traffic. 
That's staggering. Okay? Yeah. I mean, the value of that is just unreal. It, it's so powerful that Zillow can be a publicly traded company with a market cap that is not justified at all in profits. Yeah, what revenue stream do they have? Well, they, just do, they, have, they have ad revenue. Yeah. That's what they have. They have ad revenue from agents, agents, some that are happy to give them their money, some that are upset about giving them their money. And speaking of giving Zillow some of your money, that's another thing that's been a huge topic here lately. People have talked about Zillow Instant Offers, this new feature that they're testing. They talked about it a little bit last month. Uh, that's when I got the most press. What What are Instant Offers, first of all, for the people that are listening that aren't familiar? Well, first off, Instant Offers is what some in our industry would agree or would call Zillow's latest PR blunder. Okay. <laughs> that, that's, that, that's number one. Um, but I don't see it that way. It, by definition, I, I, I can enlighten. Um, Zillow is conducting a test search, um, you know, a test run, if you will, in two markets. Okay. Okay. Uh, two markets only, two cities that they feel would be appropriate for this. There's um, essentially a program where sellers can register their property on Zillow and qualify based on the criteria, their criteria uh, for institutional offers from investor clients, investor, big, big investors, investor right? buyers, big hedge funds, big institutional investors, companies that acquire single family residences all over the country um, on speculation that, you know, home prices increase, which we know long term has always been the case in the United so States. So they're making mass amounts of offers, mass right? amounts of offers. Okay. Yeah. So, so what Zillow does is they cut out the middleman, which is what has all is what has everyone up in arms. Are we are we the middleman that you're talking about? We are the middleman. Okay. As 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 some of these industry players would have you think. I, it, here's here's where I stand on this game. Um, the offers that are being made are going to be nowhere near market value. Sure. Okay. Yeah, they you, can't be. You can't you can't make money in scale buying property at or above market value. Especially if you're buying thousands of properties at thousands a time. Thousands of properties at a time, hundreds of properties at a time, you know, nearly endless resources from secondary markets, you know, um the, the, these campaigns that shareholders foot the bill for thousands of properties to be put into a portfolio. You just okay. you you have to buy a discount. You absolutely have to buy a discount or else the system doesn't work. So, so in those situations, there's no place for us in those transactions. Yeah. Th these are not agent involved transactions. This is, you put your home on Zillow, you get an offer from an investor and you either nod your head yes or shake your head no. I mean, basically. Okay. Basically is what it is. So, you know, Gabe, and, and there's a cost for that. And the consumer, well, they may not be reading the fine print now. And sometimes I think maybe these agents that are throwing a fit about it aren't reading the fine print either. Okay. They're not at market value. There's no room for a commission at a below, at, at, at a transaction that occurs this far below market value. Right. Okay. If you're making an offer at 84% in a good market, a seller has got to be in a very small box of circumstances to find that attractive. And if you're a professional agent with a professional marketing plan with lots of reach and exposure and good negotiation skills, there's no competition. It's apples and oranges game. Right. And the, and the counterpoint that I hear all the time is, well, it, why isn't this a good thing? Because here's a whole flood of people that are interested in selling their houses. They're going to put their houses on Zillow now. And that's the easiest place to find them. So 
some people say it's like shooting fish in a barrel and other people think it's, you know, their pink slips. So, okay. So you have to remember who Zillow's customer is. Okay. Okay. That's us actually, right? That's us. Sure. That's us as real estate professionals. We're the ones that foot the bill for the consumer to get all the free tools. If nobody was willing to pay for that exposure, okay, then the con- they wouldn't be able to provide the free tools to the consumer. They exist because Zillow exists because we pay. Let me repeat that. We pay. <laughs> it's advertising. Sure. And any agent that's maligning Zillow, um, is, is kidding themselves. You can't provide the consumer, you know, you cannot, you cannot be, do your fiduciary duty. There's, there's a legal term for you. Sure. You can't do your job, if you will, without doing some sort of advertising or marketing, Gabe. You right. just can't. And so I know you're speaking from a place of experience with this because, you know, top, top producing broker, head of a top producing team, in a lightning fast market. So I know you're spending on Zillow. Sure. You're paying for quite a few people's free resource, free in quotes yeah. resources. Yeah. So what does that mean for you? And do you think your money's well spent in Zillow or do you think you have to overpay for things that you need to survive? Well, I, I'm, uh, you know, I'm concerned. Okay. I'm concerned because, um, you know, it is a bit of a pay to play situation. Okay. Yeah. But, but concerned for me, my concern means I pay attention. Okay. I know where my money is being spent in advertising. Yeah. Okay. I know what I get for it. Okay. And, and a lot of, a lot of marketing is all uh, marketing can be reduced to intent in a lot of ways. Okay. If, if I were to market my services as the best thing since sliced bread. Sure. And didn't intend on delivering on my claims, th- that would be wrong. Right. Okay. But we crush it for our clients. So what's wrong with me telling everyone via whatever marketing source I deem necessary, regardless of what it costs, that we crush it for our clients? Right. Okay. The people that are kidding themselves are the ones that that put their face on a bunch bus bench ad. Okay. <laughs> on the front of a shopping cart. On the front of a shopping cart. Yeah. Okay. On the on the the uh the pre-roll at the movie theater. Yeah. And pretend that they're doing something useful for the consumer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Zillow is where the eyeballs are. So is there no place for other other marketing you think? There's absolutely a place for all types of marketing, Gabe. But let me tell you something. I know where the eyeballs are and that's where I'm going. Sure. Okay. It concerns me that Zillow holds so much sway as one company and one set of decision makers that I have no control over, even as a heavy investor, investor in air quotes, yeah. right? <laughs> um, I call myself a Zillow investor, though I own no stock. Sure. Disclaimer. Um, I'm an investor in their company because I pay for them to provide their product. Absolutely. Okay. So, so let, so let, let's, let's cycle back here. The agent that is angry at Zillow is doing the exact same thing that Zillow does under the same auspices. Explain. They want profit, so they market their service. Well, sure. Okay? And if they could get somebody else to pay for it, they would. That's what Zillow does. Okay? Okay? So they take our listings and they sell them back to us. Well, they're not your listings anymore. I'm sorry to tell you. They're the customer's (laughs) listings because this is a consumer-centric industry now. Sure. And you... 
adapt or die. So we'll have some agents listening to this right now. If you're sure. an agent, what do you do to safeguard yourself against Zillow growing to a size where it bumps you out? Diversify. Diversify into different marketing or yeah, marketing. Okay. Okay. So I choose to participate. Um, I even advocate for you to participate as an agent in Zillow. You mean in Zillow advertising, I advocate for that. I will say it period point blank. Some people will not be happy with that. That's fine. Okay. But there are other ways. I told you my business is 65% repeat and referral. And I believe, and that's spread over two to 300 transactions per year. Well, I mean, and not all agents enjoy that though. I mean, that's, that's, that's built over a lifetime career. What do you say to the, the agent that's been in it two years that doesn't have the revenue to be a premier agent and we have market-based pricing now. So the days of being, you know, a 12 transaction a year agent in a market like ours and having your face on Zillow, those are pretty much gone. Yeah. So, I mean, that's Zillow's initiative, Gabe. It's fewer advertisers, higher average take. So you're saying the they, they want to cut people off. The They're bottom. pushing the, the small investor or the small advertiser out. Okay. Um, it, unless you have the monster profile and the sizable spend, Zillow's not a place for you anymore. Well, that, that kind of sucks, right? <laughs> well, I mean, it depends on who you are. Okay. So what do you say to someone, someone like me, an agent that's been at it for a couple of years now, part of a team, I mean, team profiles, I've seen a lot of those on yeah. Zillow and that's big too. That's a great way to consolidate, but so where do you is, go if you can't go to Zillow? So this is probably a topic for a future conversation, the advent proliferation, proliferation of teams. Yeah. Um, what I'll tell you, Gabe is, is there is still a place in our industry for, um, as, as a mentor of mine would say, sweat equity. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Sweat equity is there all over the country, whether, you know, if you're from here and you're listening in Louisville, Kentucky, you may think it sounds crazy, but there are people all over the country, realtors that knock doors, hundreds of them every day just to speak with people. Okay. I know a very, very new to the industry young agent that just obtained a $1.25 million listing mostly because he convinced the seller that nobody would work harder and that no one had more time to devote. There you, and that now, speaks to your character. That's not something you absolutely speaks to your character. You can't fake it. Yeah. Okay. So, and he, and I believe firmly that he intends to deliver on his promises. So where does it leave you, Gabe? Well, put in some sweat equity. If you don't have the money to invest, like this is, this is a game that is becoming an economies of scale game. You ever you ever play Texas Hold'em? Oh sure, yeah. Okay, so you know have you ever seen Rounders? Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. <laughs> well, Matt Damon action there. So, so uh, I am an old millennial, so that actually um, that actually the, the kind of millennial that is is happy to call themselves a millennial when it's good, but they're like I'm old enough to exclude I, myself I, from yeah, this millennial I, talk about avocado toast and yeah, I don't know what avocado toast is. Of course, so that you don't. probably That's tells okay. me what tells me all I need to know in the movie <laughs> Rounders. Matt Damon says that in one-on-one Texas Hold'em, the size of your stack is equally as important as the quality of your cards. Sure. Okay. So my team has a bigger stack than most. Is that reviews? The the stuff that people see. That's revenue that can be, that can be put towards marketing. Zillow being one avenue. Yeah. And within Zillow, it's a bigger profile. It's more past sales. It's more five star reviews. We're teetering on about 200 
five-star reviews right now. Right. So for the brand new agent that has three past sales and one review and spends and shows up on searches on Zillow one-tenth the amount of times that my profile shows up with 200 five-star reviews and yeah. 500 past sales, you're, you can't compete. Sure. You just what can't. What do you do? You just can't. You do something different. Okay. You do something different. And there's all sorts of Facebook advertising, social media, exposure. Um, there, there's all sorts of different. You can knock doors. You can hold open houses for a more experienced agent in your office. And and don't let go when you get an opportunity. And serve high-level service every chance you get. Yeah, absolutely. So anyway, I got on a soapbox there. No, um, no big deal. But I think this is good. But when we come back, we're going to take a quick break. But we'll come back and we're going to talk about what's next in the future of real estate in the post post Zillow era. Is that I'm going to coin that phrase now? We'll call it the post post Zillow. PZ. Sure. Got it. We'll be right back. All right, we're back, and we're going to talk about one more thing before we finish up today. I want to round out our discussion on Zillow that went a little longer than we expected, but hey, one more question. I think everybody kind of has wondered this. What what do you think the future of real estate looks like now that Zillow is where it is? How long is it going to stay on its perch, for one? And two, what, what do you think the next big boom in the real estate world is going to be, the way Zillow has been? You see, you're asking me to get my crystal, crystal uh, yeah. ball out. I need you to do basically. some predictive, some, some predictive work here. Some predictive work here. So, I, I, so you're going to put me on record. You realize that? That's all right. Well, you can always go back, and we can. Just I can always, it. I can always take it back. Sure. Okay. I'll delete this episode <laughs> if you're wrong. <laughs> no. Okay. So, so it's a fair question. It's a fair question, and it's one that I get quite a, quite often. Um, I think Zillow's here to stay. Um, like permanent? Well, I mean, nothing's permanent. In, in the world that we live in now. Okay. No, no, nothing's permanent in business. We talked about earlier, you know, um, the way music had, was, was sold and monetized. Sure. That industry went away. Video stores are gone. Poof. Yeah. Shopping malls are going away. You know, Amazon is going to be your next grocer. Amazon's trying to get into real estate. Yeah. Amazon is getting into real estate. You know, you know what you're going to see? You're going to see more of that. Um, you're going to see, more and more people take a piece of the referral pie. Amazon made big news yesterday. I, you maybe saw this article. It I was it. it was on Inman. It was all over the place. But uh, I think during Prime Day, people miss like just by clicking a few links out of the blue, found a page that says you know hire a realtor on the services page, and it says coming soon. It, it's gone now. You can find screenshots yeah. because yeah. the internet's forever, but. Oh, believe me. Oh, oh, believe me. I'm working on it. Yeah. <laughs> I, will, I will find a way to get on that list early. Sure. Um, no. So, um, that, that's their entree and, and it's going to freak a bunch of people out just like Zillow does. Yeah. Just like Redfin does. Just like, just like anybody that enters the space with a different approach, a different look. You want to, you want to take a great, uh, a great example of what Amazon is doing. Um, there's a lot of personalities out there. Well, actually there, there's a few, most notably Dave Ramsey in, in the ELP program that okay. he puts forward. Dave, Dave is a licensed real estate broker. Okay. In all, I 50, actually didn't know that in all 50 States. Okay. Um, but That's he does actually, he may not be in all 50. He's, 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 he's licensed in several States. Um, but I'm he, sure he gets out for a lot of shillings. Well, he, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> um, Dave's actually got a, got a 
pretty profound real estate background. If you, if yeah, that's a for another for another time. Maybe we'll get him on the show one day. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Hey, call Dave. him up. Hey, Dave. <laughs> um, no, no. So so Dave practices a broker to broker referral in. I, I'm pretty sure all 50 states he practices. I know he's licensed in the states that require him to, but he's a lead generator. And this that's, is ELP we're talking that's about. That's ELP, endorsed local provider, yeah. is what it is, which I am one. Um, and, and they're they're great leads, and we have um, a, a great time servicing those clients, and uh, they're wonderful people. But what what I will say is is Amazon's doing the same thing. They've got eyeballs. That they they are smart. They understand that. The way to get into real estate is the lead gen game. Sure. Okay. And if they can use their influence to provide a trusted referral, then they're going to take a 25% chunk of the pie. Do they realistically threaten Zillow though? I mean, in the near no. future, maybe not. No, they don't provide, they don't provide service. They're, they're not a real estate company. They're, they're not a real estate company and neither is Zillow, though some people would argue that. Jay, Jay Thompson said, and he was talking about that's the, uh, director of operations over at Zillow yeah. he said something along the lines of, we're not a brokerage. We're never going to be a brokerage. We're not going to put people in our car and show houses. No. We don't collect fees, you know, trying to I believe that water down the, the fears of people that Zillow is taking over and put agents out of business. Yeah. Amazon's not going to do that either is what you're saying. Well, you understand that Zillow, Zillow and Amazon, both they're taking their piece of the pie, right? So, so we say in the industry that buyers don't pay commissions. Is that really true? Well, buyers pay a price for a house where a commission is baked in. Okay. Zillow gets a commission. Okay. If if, if you want to, if you want to get a little abstract about the way you think about it, the value of a real estate transaction goes down when the required marketing to obtain a transaction goes up. That's a, that's a little heady, but I think I'm trying to. It it is heady. Basically, it just means that if I make a thousand bucks and in order to make a thousand bucks, I got to pay Zillow a hundred, then they got a tenth of my commission. Yeah, one way or another. It doesn't, one way or you another. didn't write them a check, but. And guess what they did? They got it up front. That's true. So Zillow's smart. That's true. Um, Amazon is peddling influence and Amazon is fantastic. They're a wonderful company and. But they're also a giant and their size allows them to try things that other companies couldn't just absolutely, try. Absolutely. And I expect it to be an overwhelming success. Okay. So that's more, more and more companies will peddle influence into the real estate space. You know, I've heard different numbers and gave, you know, I'm funny about quoting statistics because I feel like statistics are always quoted inaccurately, but um, I've heard numbers anywhere from 25 to 30% of the nation's GDP of the United States gross domestic product is tied up in the real estate space. It's believable. From, yeah. from new construction to real estate commissions to home inspectors to appraisers. It's the biggest mortgages. asset a lot of people have. I mean. Absolutely. So 30% of the GDP and everybody wants their piece of the pie, Amazon included. Sure. Like it doesn't surprise me at all. Um, I mean, you, you, you may not know this, but there are big companies, Fortune 500 companies that have real estate arms all over the country. Walmart is a real estate brokerage. <laughs> Are you familiar? Uh, no. They use it they use it primarily to negotiate their own leases. I'm sure to get to spaces. acquire their properties and it's and it's it's a uh, it's a loss lead for them. But anyway, neither here nor there. Um expect more of that. Expect Zillow to be a player until they're not. Until somebody does it better. The next big thing. And it will happen. Okay? So the key takeaway is don't cash your license in just yet. Because of Zillow, because there will be something else and something else after that. Absolutely. Bank on change. If you can't stick around under Zillow, you're not going to be able to stick around under what's next. That sounds like what you're saying. Well, I think 
maybe more I cynical think, than the I think way you there's said it. I think there's a ton of value in spotting what's next. Okay. You know, that, that's something I've I've prided myself on. You know, I got out of the mortgage industry into real estate around the time mortgages were going splat. Yeah. Okay. I got just so happened that real estate wasn't far behind and I got into bank foreclosure liquidation, right? I got out of that right before it went splat. <laughs> Good okay. time. Did you know something not everybody else knew? I or? don't know anything. I, I just pay attention. There you go. I pay attention. And that's the moral of the story too, isn't it? Pay yeah. attention. Pay attention and work your face off. And that's what the show's for too. That's why we're here. We want to make sure everybody has access to the real deal style of information about real yeah. estate. There's news out there all the time, but you got to kind of cut through some of the fluff. That's exactly like everything else in real estate. That's exactly what it is. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Absolutely. I'm going to talk to you guys the way I talk to the people that are on my team that stake their livelihood on my opinions. Sure. So that's what this is about for me. Well, that's a good spot to wrap it up before we finish though. I think okay. we should, I think we should have a little bit of fun. I, I told you about this, but I didn't give you any of these questions as quickly as you can. I'm going to hit you with just a couple of quick, you know, topics, and I just want to get your knee-jerk reaction, your gut reaction. What does Jay Pitts think about this? I, I think we're gonna we're gonna make a segment out of this. I think as long as this as long as this is, is this fun. like word association, what words association? Words association. I don't think you need to try to limit yourself to one word, but you can. Uh, <laughs> I don't think I could if I tried. But just quick, what do you think about this? Boom! It's just gonna be All quick right. hits. All right. Quick All hits right. with Shoot. Jay Pitts. Are you ready? <laughs> yeah, All right. Shoot. So knee-jerk reaction. What do you think of when I say this? Ready? The millennial home buyer. A force. Yeah? Yeah. They 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 make up the market, man. Okay. I mean, the millennial home buyer is, you know, forty two percent of the market. That's a lot. And that is a that is a statistic I can quote. Forty two percent of the buyer market is millennials. There you go. So watch out for that. Next one. Inventory shortage. Uh new normal. New normal. That's, new, that's a little depressing almost. New, new normal. Um, that's a longer conversation, Gabe, but here, here's the deal. We got, and it goes back to millennials, which, which one thing you, before I move on from millennials, you, you, you realize that they make up 26% of the seller's market already. And millennials do millennials, believe like it or not. 20 somethings are, yes. are sellers now. They're a quarter of sellers. Wow. All sellers nationwide. So, so, um, you know, Inventory shortage is this. Millennials are less um, committed to anything. It's like a generational quality. So they're going to be careful tossing out generational qualities I'm here. I'm so sorry. Fair I'm weather millennial I'm, ta I'm talking about myself. Okay. Um, th 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 I will support that. They move faster on average. The Over the past decade, the time spent in, in, a, in a home has dropped from seven to five years on average. Okay. So they're going to move faster. Okay. Um, and homes coming out of the great recession have not been built, you know, liquidity issues and builders, you know, not being able to obtain financing to speculate and develop and build means that the surplus of homes is not what it once was. And also, um, there's a lot of homes out there exiting their useful life because they were built in the twenties and thirties and they haven't been maintained. And we've got a lot of those here. We've got a lot of those in a lot of Midwestern markets, a lot of markets all over the country. But anyway, it, it's a new normal. I think new normal. not, not, not with what we're seeing now, but you know, the traditional six months, uh, absorption rate. Yeah. I think that's trending down for a normal market. Gotcha. All right. So next one, knee jerk reaction, HGTV. 
Brutal. <laughs> brutal to who? Um, brutal for real estate professionals. Yeah, why is it that? It creates this this fantasy that is not the process. I think we we might dig into HGTV a little bit more. We might in a future episode. We just might. There's, there's a, there, you know, there's a few flip shows that I like. Yeah, that are that are actually fairly fairly straightforward and truthful. Yeah. Um, Got a, uh, a, f- a friend of mine that does one called Vintage Flip. Jesse Rodriguez. Is, oh, okay. His, yeah. his show's the real deal. He's a good dude. And he, uh, yeah, that's, that's a real deal show right there. And he is a real real estate pro. He's a broker. He runs a big team. He sells a ton of homes. He knows marketing. He knows rehabbing. He knows, he knows it all. And he's good. Jesse Rodriguez is that's the good. real deal. But, but the, the, you know, flip or flop, I'm not a fan of, really. Yeah. I, I, I don't, Just because it's overly romanticized? It's, it's overly romanticized and dramati- dramatized. You know, yeah. it's it's uh, they create problems where problems don't exist for television. And it's not to say that I would never, you know, um, be a fan of those shows. I just I just find it. I find it a little bit over dramatized and especially doing it in real life. I mean, you got you got something concrete to compare it to. I do it. I do it. And yes, there are problems on every house, but it's not like. Dun dun dun! Yeah, you know, right before a commercial right break. Right before every the time. commercial break. Yeah, there sure. you go. So right. I'm not not a huge fan of HGTV. Gotcha. We'll we'll and we'll dive into that a little bit later. Yeah. All right, craziest market in the United States right now. Um, that's a tough one. I'm testing your uh, national knowledge of real estate. I, I can I give you can I give you two? Go for it. Denver or Nashville? Are they the same kind of crazy or different? Um, well, different probably. Um, I would say that Denver is Colorado in general's economy is crazy. Um, and they've got that like West coast draw on value. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I, I think, I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of revenue from, uh, sources that not all States get to take part in. I think I know what revenue. you're talking about. And more and more States are, are on that more, bus now. More and more States are moving. Not too in long ago, direction. Colorado was one of the only places you could go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and they're, so they're the business and, and the monetization is matured and the t- way tax revenue is being spent. That, that's, that's a whole other thing. Nashville. Um, I don't know if it's behind the music industry, but it is just absolutely exploded. Um, cranes everywhere, both commercial, residential redevelopment, like it, it's nuts. Nashville's nuts, hmm. which right. is really close to us. That's true. Yeah, we're not we're not far from Nashville. Yeah, a couple hours drive. Here's the last one for you. This this is my favorite one that's on this list too. Most embarrassing listing appointment you've ever been on. If you can just pull something right out of your head. Oh wow! Most embarrassing, like for me or for them for, for you, or? yeah, or just maybe just most awkward situation you found yourself in while trying to sign papers with a, a potential client. Um. I can, can I, can I, oh man, I can't, I don't know. Do you have so many stories? It's hard to pick. No, I've got one that was not me. It was, it was someone, someone close to me. talked to me about, um, that might be fair. I I think, I think that'll be good. No, I don't know that. I I don't mean to tease it there, Gabe, but (laughs) it it was so outrageous. I don't know that you'd believe me. That's a dang, that's a good question, man. Maybe we save that one too. Maybe we, maybe we have a story at the end of one of our next episodes. If you've got a real good one, nothing's really, um, Nothing's really jumping out at me. I will tell you that I, I could say that in a showing, I was greeted once by a seller that wasn't supposed to be there. Apparently, their agent didn't uh, notify them. Yeah, that, and, happens, uh, that happens sometimes. And, and it was uh, apparently we interrupted her her morning ritual of 
uh, a glass of Chardonnay in her muumuu on the couch watching Regis and Kelly. <laughs> and she was mortified when I walked in that door. So you mean they didn't put that in the description? That was the, not, that was not in the agent notes. <laughs> um, you know, she, she came to the door wine glass in hand at 10 AM on a Tuesday. Oh, I mean, that was, <laughs> that was pretty epic. I, I've, um, I run into some people in the shower that weren't supposed to be there. We talked about the, the uh the the cash crop of Colorado. Sure. I've run into some smells, some college age children that weren't supposed to be home during the day, but they oh, decided I've, I've to seen, skip class. I've seen growing operations in oh, basements. I have Heat seen lamps a, and all. I have seen a grow operation. Yeah. We we did a we did a, a trash out, a sheriff set out, uh, if you will, on a uh, on a piece of property when I in my foreclosure days, and we found probably uh, a false wall in a basement that hid probably a third of the basement and they probably had, I don't know, 150 plants. That's amazing. I mean, yeah, it was nuts. All right. Well, going all the way back to where we started here. Okay. That's fun. That's about all the time we got for today though. But key takeaway, keep your eye on Zillow, keep your eye on the market, stay informed and come back next week. That's what we're here to do. Help no, absolutely. Form. We hope you join us again, guys. I mean, Zillow, Zillow, just to put a button on, you know, to, to, to put a bow on it. They're not here for you. They're a tool. If you're in the industry and you're a professional and you're looking to build your business and you can afford to play the game um, and you're willing to put the work in, use it until it doesn't work. And then find something different and hedge your bets in the process. That's my advice. But, um, you know, who am I? Good stuff. All right. We'll see you guys again. We're going to be back with a whole new topic next time. Uh, stay tuned. Make sure to hit subscribe. And we'll be back Thanks. This is a resource. Appreciate it.